fresh off the couch, baby. How's it going, Curtis? I'm doing well, man. It, it feels weird, like, just having you and not Travis here. <laughs> well, I appreciate you calling it out before I did. Uh, Travis and myself have been extremely busy over the course of the last two weeks, so that's also why we haven't been recording the last two weeks. But uh, life happens, so a lot of things come up. This, that, and the other, of course, come up. So we decided we are just still going to record and push through. He's not here to make it this week. Or I can just act like you're him this week and you got a tan and a mustache. Yeah, there we go. I mean, that, that that's perfect. Uh, like, I, I just want to let the viewers know that uh, Ben is really scraping to the bottom of the barrel for cousins to come on this po- on this podcast. But no, I'm happy to be no. here. Not <laughs> at all, man. Not at all. I'm pumped to have you on. Uh, I'm excited. Unfortunately, Travis couldn't make it, but he will probably be. Actually, he will be on the next one. Um, but we got a jam-packed episode today. Got a few things we want to want to cover uh, before we jump in. Uh, it is customary for me to tell a funny story or a dating story. I do have one. Over the past two weeks, I've been traveling a ton, bachelor party, and then before that, I was at a wedding, and we've been I've been bouncing around all over the country, basically. I feel like I've been in every state, but it's only been like four. Um, but so I got back home on Sunday from the bachelor party. Great time. Slept the whole day, but I've just still felt super lethargic. And I've had, unfortunately, I've had a little bit of, you know, residual effects, including bubble guts. Um, Mm. So today I went to the gym. I went to the gym yesterday. I was fine. But today I still was encountering, you know, a little bit of here and there from the the after effects. And I went to the gym. Uh, Didn't help that I had an egg salad sandwich for lunch. And I don't know what I was thinking. I just really wanted an egg salad sandwich, I guess. Um, So I did that. And... uh, that ended up being a very bad call. I will say that I got to the gym. I was working out. Everything was cool. Felt like I had to toot. You know, I just let it rip. Let it rip at the gym. Oh. This is halfway through the workout also. Let it rip. For sure squirted in my pants, dude. <laughs> like full-on Hershey squirt? Yeah. Back of underwear? Oh, brother. Oh, man. It was bad. It was bad. And, and I was like, I got to power out the rest of this workout. I'm not just going to leave. <laughs> not just going to leave so i powered it out kept my butt cheeks clenched as much as i could made sure no more no no more came out uh once that workout finished i usually stick around and like talk to people and like we just like chat a little bit i hightailed it out of there man i grabbed my stuff everyone was like dude probably they probably knew because they could probably just smell my aura around me which is terrible yeah I mean, to be honest, there are, there are worse places to have a little Hershey Square action, mm-hmm. but, I mean, yeah, I mean, did you, did you at least, like, wipe down your, your machines? Because I fucking work in a gym for a living, and I gotta wipe down people's people's machines after they're done, and I don't want to wipe your Hershey Square, man. So, the good news is it didn't make it up to, like, the, the, the shorts or anything. I got the little liner in the shorts. I had the underwear on. Okay. I had the liners. Uh, and then the good news also is like today was like a cardio workout. So everything we were doing at the gym. So this is like a, uh, this is an F45 class. So it was like a hit workout. So everything we're doing was like standing up. I never was like, I was doing like jumping jacks. I was doing like not, not the row machine, but like the ski pole machine. I was doing like, uh, the only thing that I basically was going down for is I was doing like burpees and then like lifting weights up and then like doing all this, like basically just a ton of stuff standing. So luckily I didn't sit down ever cause I would even made it worse. But 
it wasn't fun. It was definitely not not the best experience. I walked home with my butt cheeks clenched. Most people would probably <laughs> run home. No, I didn't want anything else to happen, so I just like brisk walked with the with the butt cheeks clenched the whole half mile to my house. Made it back here. Uh, and, you know, I threw the undies I, away. I, I would hate to be the person that's uh, behind you while you're doing the fucking burpees. That would have yeah. been horrible. I, I don't know if they were. I, I don't know it, what they thought, but I know that it didn't smell good. It, I didn't know if I just you know smelled it or if it smelled in the whole room. At that point, I was just immersed in it. I just rode with it. <laughs> well, oh, thanks for telling us that story. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, you know usually when I listen to this podcast, like you tell a story, and I'm like, oh man, I wish I could say something right here. Now, now I can. So this is freaking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, let me introduce you, uh, Curtis. I appreciate you jumping on here, but Curtis is uh, basically my cousin. Curtis is uh, Rob's brother, my other cousin that I had on. Uh, and I listened to Curtis's podcast already. Curtis has a podcast based around the San Diego Padres. Uh, it's a great podcast. When I heard it, I was like, well, I really want to have this guy on. Just have him talk a little bit about baseball, have him talk about life. Uh, Curtis, I think you're you're still in college right now too, so that's also a good fun time. I know you're still you're, in college. There you go, crushing it already. Having a podcast in college, that's dope. Um, but yeah, introduce yourself. Tell us about the podcast. Tell us about your Padres fandom. Do it all. All right, yeah. Um, I mean, I think I'll start with the Padres fandom because like yeah. that's really started. Um, I have a small following on Reddit, but the Padres Reddit. And it's it's really stupid, but it's also, like, really funny. So, like, a few years ago, I think it was, like, 2018, I think it was the year that the Padres signed Eric Hosmer or something. We, we like, lost four games in a row. We were 0-4, and, and then, like, I hopped in one of the post-game threads. And, like, I, I just typed, like, 158-4, and four, am I right, guys? Like, you know, we're going to win <laughs> out the rest of the season. Everything's going to be fine. It'll be great. And then everyone was like, ha, 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 ha. And then after I did that, like we went on like a little three game win streak and uh like my brother like everyone was like yeah like you got to keep this going rob was telling me like dude you got to keep this going so i fucking kept it on for what what years now 20 so four years and it like really took off in 2020 when the Padres like became good and uh it's pretty crazy it's gotten to the point where like people are offering me like tickets and shit like they recognize me in public like for example <laughs> earlier this 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 season i went to a game with my dad and it was like one of those work function events where like you know everyone gets together talking with each other and i like sit next to this random dude get a plate of food and you know we're talking about baseball for like four innings you know this guy was like pretty nerdy and uh you know four innings in i just go like hey man like what's your name and uh, he goes, oh, my name's Sam. What's yours? And I'm like, oh, I I'm Curtis. And then he just, like, his his eyes lit up, and he was like, wait. Like, like Curtis Sullivan from Reddit? And I was like, <laughs> yep. And this, this this guy starts losing his, mi losing his mind, and uh, now we're best friends. So that, that's Sam. And uh, so we, we, we became best friends, and we started a podcast together because he had season tickets, so he started inviting me to a bunch of games. Like, we've been to, like, five or six games already this season um so yeah we were like let's just start a podcast let's just nerd out about baseball on the mic and just record it and it's it's been a lot of fun and also like with the whole reddit thing like i got people uh recognizing me in fucking bowling alleys 
which is like really funny because uh, I was out with my girlfriend and her friends at a bowling alley about a month ago, and like one of the bowling alley workers was just like chilling out behind the lane, and I'm like, "What's this dude doing?" He's just like watching us, and then he like comes up to me and he's like, "Yo, what's up, Curtis?" And like he was my age, so I was like, I dabbed him up, thinking like we went to high school or something. Like, "Yo, what's up, man?" <laughs> like. I don't think you, you know me. My, my name's Ryan, and I'm like, yeah, sorry, man, it's not clicking. He's like, I, I'm the moderator on the Padres subreddit. I recognize you. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> I, I I start freaking out, and like we're a bunch we're with a bunch of friends, and they're like, why does this dude recognize you? Like, you you're, you're famous on Reddit. What does this mean? <laughs> Dude, you're Reddit celebrity now, dude. That's great, dude. You should put that on your it, Instagram bio too. Yeah, I think for a while I had Reddit famous on my Instagram bio, and people would ask about it, and it's, it's such a hard thing to, like, explain to someone if, A, like, they're not a Padres fan, or, like, B, they're not on Reddit at all, because they're like, yeah. what the fuck's Reddit? And they're like, are you making money off of this? And I'm like, no, but, like, people buy me beers and give me tickets at, to Padres games, so it's pretty fucking dope. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, I would rather have that than, uh, you know, actually getting paid for it, just a little bit of fandom, and you get to keep yeah. supporting the Padres and not sell out. I love that. Yeah, I, I, I like to say it's like the, the being the perfect amount of famous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if that's funny that you actually have people, because I was going to say on Reddit, you don't have – you don't have your face as a profile. It's not like they can see or know who you are, but the fact that they just recognize you just from your handle or, like, you consistently saying, oh, I'm Curtis, and I'm a Padres fan, they're like, oh, yeah. they tie it together. It's crazy. I, I do have, like, a like a few posts. Like, I, I post – I actually traveled to Arizona for opening day for the first game, and I posted one there, and, like, oh, there you go. that blew up on likes. got, like, 700 likes, and, again, like, another guy was like, dude, I was sitting, like, two rows behind you, and I didn't check Reddit till like, after the game, and I was like – it's, it's it's so funny. It's great. Yeah, man. I mean, if you keep going with that, too, didn't you also, uh, like, uh, I forget his name. One of the commentators for the Padres was, like, you took a photo with him or he, like, posted something with, like, am I right? He was, like, basically using oh, your yeah, phrasing. Yeah. So yeah. There, on Reddit we had, um, we, we called it, like, the Reddit All-Star team during the All-Star break. Mm -hmm. And, like, everyone voted for their favorite Reddit contributor on the subreddit. And I got voted number one, which is pretty pretty cool. I mean, I'll wow. take it. And, uh, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, that was fun. Like, everyone likes me on the Padres subreddit. And then about, like, a week later, like, someone got Mark Grant to, like, read out the whole, like, lineup. And just, like, sure enough, uh, like, said my name. And if Mark Grant is the, the Padres color commentator, if you guys aren't familiar. Yeah. Just to give some background. Uh, but... It was also really funny because, you know, he just read use Reddit usernames. And, like, I made my Reddit when I was 15. I wasn't – I didn't know you weren't supposed to use your real name. And, like, one of the names that he read out was Obama Cocksleeve. <laughs> and then and then next up is Curtis Sullivan. He's like, Obama Cocksleeve and Curtis Sullivan. And you're like, damn it. Yeah. I knew I should have not used my real name. Yeah, damn. Now, now I'm like forever associated with uh, Obama Cocksleeve. When, whenever <laughs> Mark Grant hears the name Curtis. <laughs> oh, that's a cool. Uh, that's cool, though. I mean, and and then on your podcast too, it's mostly centered around just talking Padres. I, I've listened, of course, to uh, basically most of them, and I know you guys get really deep into the Padres stuff. I do have to say, I mean, 
it is a Padres podcast, but I always want to chirp and say, yeah. dude, come on. We got to we got to we got to step it up here. Come on. Some of these takes you guys <laughs> got about like Fernando Tatis and just like Juan Soto. I'm like, I like the Padres, but you know, is what I mean, it is though. It, it's a Padres podcast. So I don't know what you expect. I mean, <laughs> I could hop onto an A's podcast if you want, but that, no one would listen to that because uh, no one yeah, goes to those games. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't even know if they're an A's podcast right now. Everyone would be like, "What's the point of this? They lost again." I know they don't spend yeah. money. We probably wouldn't be able to afford making a podcast for the A's. So yeah, that's you know next next podcast I'll mention the A's just for you, Ben. Please, just one time, dude. Just drop, drop it. Maybe get two more fans for us. We'll be good yeah, in three yeah. years. <laughs> three years. I'm sorry, what was that? Okay, we'll be good in three years, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, are they still going to be in Oakland in three years? No, I hope not, actually. I actually hope they go to Vegas. They, they'll make more money, and they'll, they'll actually get a good you know, support system there, and there'll be fans going, and it'll be good. Uh, if they stay in Oakland... Even if they get a new stadium, I still feel like there's going to be a lot of backlash. People will show up probably for the first year, and we still probably won't spend money because we live by the money ball. If we move to Vegas, there's a ton of the gambling market. Our owner will make a ton more money. I think there's a lot, a lot of players who have off-season houses in Vegas, so they wouldn't even want to leave the off-season house, and they would just end up signing with the A's. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean... It, it, it makes a lot of sense, and I know like they kind of already have like a decent ballpark built for like their AAA team or something. Yeah, so yeah, hundred percent. Las Vegas Aviators camp is out like, there. Yeah, crazy thing about the Las Vegas Aviators, our AAA team. I think they like have their second in attendance in AAA baseball, and like their attendance is they average like eight thousand fans a game, and the A's average like five thousand fans a game. <laughs> they should just and, like, call everyone down to AAA and just dominate AAA. Yeah, I mean, it, basically, we're not doing bad in AAA every year. We do well. Um, it's, I mean, our farm system has always done really well. It's just the fact that they can't emulate that in, in the bigs. So, but enough yeah. about the A's. Uh, I mean, actually, I'm gonna, actually I, I'm, sorry. One more thing about the A's. I just want to give a, a shout out to Nick Allen. I've actually golfed with him, and he's a really cool dude. So, oh, dude, Nick, Nick. <laughs> Allen's the man. Great, great defensive player, USA baseball player. Guy's the man, dude. He's like five foot eight too. Yeah, and gold gold medal Olympian. So shout out that. There dude. you go. Uh, yeah, I want to talk a little bit about the Padres though, because they're doing well. They're a they good are. team, but are they a great team? They, I feel like this team. They have a great manager now. Bob Melvin, in my opinion, is the best manager in MLB. He knows how to get people to like work towards a dream and like actually play all together, especially with the A's who like had no money to spend and he still got them all to like work towards one thing but i think with the padres it's still like the in my opinion i think they still struggle with like the identity they don't really know their identity ever they like get these players and they all want to kind of play a little solo and i'm like dude you guys got to play as a unit still it's always just and then they struggle with pitching i don't know maybe maybe they do have a great clubhouse but from the outsider looking in i always feel like yeah those guys just show up play the game and all leave and none hang out together yeah I, I mean that that i think that's a pretty fair take especially from like an outsider fan's perspective and like you know you you talk about like bob melvin and how like he brings the clubhouse together and like i kind of agree with you where i don't feel like that has happened for the padres but i'm willing to give them a little bit better for the doubt like just because of the trade deadline we traded away half our team for Juan Soto. Mm-hmm. 
And I feel like, a, you know, you know, when you when you get a new coworker, you, you don't really immediately work well with them. You know, you got to figure out like, you know, what what they what situation they thrive in and what they don't and how, how to handle that. And I, I think there was like a little bit of like a like a growth period in in that sense. I mean, right after we got Juan Soto, we got swept by the Dodgers, and it's really frustrating because I, I've been telling people like that the Padres are like the worst best team in baseball. Yes, 100%. for whatever reason, like we can't string together like five or six wins in a row. It's like we're gonna win two, we're gonna lose three, then like win another two, lose one, win another one. Is so it's just incredibly inconsistent. I mean, the game's not over tonight, uh, but we're leading two, so that's kind of promising. But we have six more games against the Dodgers, and we just look so fucking lifeless against the Dodgers. Yeah. It's so infuriating because. I, I genuinely believe that the Potters can beat just about any other team except for the Dodge, except for the Dodgers. Because I mean, we've played the Mets and we've done well against the Mets. We've done decent against the Braves. We we put 11 spot on Charlie Morton early this season, and like those are like two of the three teams to beat in the NL. But we just can't fucking beat the but Dodgers. It, it, and it's it, so it's all, I mean, the Dodgers are a great team, dude. Dodgers are one of the best teams I've ever seen play. Their analytics department crushes it. They know exactly who to play, when to play. And they always play how they expect. They're a great team. That team is, in my opinion, destined to win the World Series this year, unless something crazy happens and a team gets hot like the Braves did, um, or the Nationals that one year got hot. Uh, I just the, the Dodgers are so filthy from top to bottom, and they like they have great pitching, but like there's other teams out there that I feel like have better pitching, but they just don't put it together like the Dodgers do. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I hope just, the Dodgers have this ability to just pull a Cy Young pitcher out of their ass just because of just analytics and mm-hmm. you know they know the type of pitcher that they're looking for that they could turn around and it just seems like maybe with the exception of like the Blue Jays and the Giants like no other team in the league can do that right now so I know I and mean you got play you got teams like well, the Mets who are pay out the ass for a team or for a, a pitcher and it's still like they're just squandering it right now with the with the Braves coming up and leading the division now but, so. yeah, I mean, it's stupid. The, the Dodgers can literally sit on their ass, forfeit every game for the rest of the season, and they're still going to win the division. <laughs> oh, easy. Yeah, they are. And I think it's statistically proved that already. Yeah. But, so. I mean, we'll see. It, it's just like, you know, the Padres fan in me, like, I try to be a, be a pretty realistic Padres fan. I, I just feel like there's, a, like, an impending doom or impending collapse because I've just – it's like I've seen this story before, and I just really hope that this year is like the, the year that it changes. I mean, I hope so too. I hope they at least just compete, uh, make it out of, because they're going to be a wild card team. Hopefully, knock on wood. Uh, th- I hope they just make it out of the wild card game and make it to the division series. Because yeah. at that point, like it's tough to say that the Mets in there and the Braves in there and the Dodgers in there. That's a tough side. Um, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, like, the only uh, like I love Juan Soto. I'm a big Juan Soto fan. I think he's great. Um, he needs to come alive, though. Um, my favorite Padre is probably hmm, let's think here. Right now, if I had to pick my favorite Padre, I actually really like Cronenworth. Profar. I fucking oh, hate Jerickson. I hate Jerickson Profar. <laughs> I will. That guy needs to. That guy's not good. 
I mean, he's playing better this year, but that guy was terrible. He would on like, and he would hit like the year he hit 22 home runs with us. Everyone was like, oh, he hit 22 home runs, and he hit like 250 with like a 760 OPS. And I'm like, that's not great, but the 22 home runs he hit in like the last like three games when we already had made the playoffs. Um, and the only reason why I hate him even more is we made the playoffs against the uh was this the tampa bay rays i want to say yeah tampa bay rays we made the playoffs i go to the playoff game it's a one game playoff against tampa bay rays this is in 2019 and um i go to this game and we're down the rays hit like a home run i think in the first inning and they were up like three to zero in the first inning we come up we get bases loaded two outs 3-2 3-2 count, 3-1 count, no, 2-2 two, two, two count, that's what it is, 2-2 two, two count, Jurex and Profar's up to bat. This guy throws, it was Charlie Morton, throws just an inside freaking heater, and right at his legs, and Jerkson jumps out of the way, like jumps out of the way, and I'm like, dude, bases are fucking loaded, and it's a playoff game, you take that in the thigh, Take that freaking yeah. ball in the gosh darn thigh. You, we get one run. It's three to one. It's a whole new ball game. We got bases loaded. We who knows how that whole game spans out. Nope. Takes it. Ball. Ball three. Three two count. Next pitch flies out. And then we ended up like losing the game. I think like six to zero or something like that. And I was so upset. And I was like, this guy deserves to rot. I hate him. <laughs> uh, even before that, he just was never hitting well. And then he also has the yips, too. I don't know if you knew that, too, but he has, like, the yips where he can't throw from second base, too, and he's, like, he's his yeah. throwing is... There, there's been, like, sh- so many videos on Reddit where he, like, couldn't throw from second base, and he, like, would, like... Or, like, even throwing from the outfield. It was like, what the heck, dude? We know you can throw, but he just couldn't do it. So... Yeah, I mean... It's probably why the Padres moved into left field, but I mean he he's been pretty solid. I mean he still has a lot of like boneheaded at bats, like you know, like like just you said, like he just pops out on a very hittable pitch, and it's it's pretty frustrating. So like you gotta kind of put him in a spot where mm-hmm. you don't think that he's gonna be hitting with runners on. So you either put him at number one in the order or like number seven. But I mean he's been pretty solid. I mean. I would say, like, this is his ceiling. He's not going to get any better. And, I mean, we, we it could be – he's like he's like the Jimmy Garoppolo of left fielders, you know? Like, yeah, he just There's, like, a lot it. of better quarterbacks, but – He just but, manages uh, the game. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, exactly. I, I understand that. Uh, I respect it because he is a good clubhouse guy, and I think him and Machado get, on, get along really well. Um, but – miss me with that guy i would never put the game on. i still to this day can't believe that was the uh, number one overall prospect back in like 2013 yeah 2012 that? yeah he, he, he was I, I, I don't believe it at, i don't know what they yeah. saw in him like and, and sol- time solid big leaguer but and that time he played shortstop he was a shortstop and then yeah they, and then they moved him he brought it got brought up with the rangers and they moved him to center field and he couldn't play there and then he just bounced around um but with that being said I know Travis isn't here, so he's probably going to hate me for this, but is what it is. Let's do some gambling picks. I'm only going to pick one game because for Travis, I'm going to pick one game because I want to make sure I get it right at least for him. But I don't know if you know the way it works. I know you've listened, but I'm still going to explain it. Uh, Every week, our listeners will, or our guests will pick one, two, or three games to gamble on at the end of the year. 
uh, the guests have a better winning percentage than Travis, then the guests um, all get jerseys with the guests that they were. So in this case, you were your guest 14. You'd get a jersey with your name on the back, and 14 is the number. Uh, but if Travis wins, then you all have to Venmo him $5, unless you're my cousin Rob, and you have to Venmo 10 because he's rich. You know, and just because of that, I'll have Rob cover my 5 too. So There you go, dude. 15 <laughs> it is now, hopefully. Uh, so I'm going to start. Just because okay. in the nature of NFL coming back, I'm excited. I got a ton of fantasy rosters. And for all the listeners who remember, we did pick our fantasy football rosters last week. Since Travis isn't on, we'll do it next week, and we'll pick a fantasy roster, and Travis and I will compete for that. But with that being said, I'm going to pick the Thursday night game. The Thursday night game is tomorrow. We're recording Wednesday night here. So Thursday night, the Bills play the Rams. Uh, kick off the NFL season. I'm stoked about it. Uh, and I'm blown away that the Rams are at home and they're the underdog. They're plus two and a half. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm, I'm I mean, baffled. The Bills are a very complete team, you know, to the Bills' credit. And Josh Allen is very good. I agree. Very good. But the Rams know how to, like, they have a mastermind in Sean McVay. This guy knows how to put together a great game plan. I can't see them losing this game. Um, Realistic. I know he's probably preparing, been preparing for this game since the end of last season or when the schedule came out. So um, I'm going to say they're going to win. I actually think I, I, I'm taking the two and a half points plus two and a half for the Rams. So they essentially could lose by two points and I'd still win. But Rams plus mm. two and a half. Okay. I saw uh, the over under was 41 and a half. And I'm not saying it's, you're going to do this for a gambling pick. But. Do you think it, this is going to be a high-scoring game? Wow. It's, uh, I see the over-under at 51.5, not 41.5. Oh, 51. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be If it was 41.5, I would be putting my house literally on the market right now to <laughs> put that on a gambling pick. 41.5, easily they go over 41. 51.5, uh, I don't know. I could see the final score being like 21. I could see the final score being like 28 to 21. Yeah, I mean, first, like, games of the season are pretty interesting because, uh, you know, we've had some years, I think, like, uh, Broncos and Panthers, like, season kickoff. Like, that yeah. game was just a complete dud. But you'll have other years where it's just, like, an offensive, sh- like, shootout. And it's just so hard to say, like, what's what it's going to be like this year. And I want to say that they they do the over on, on 51 and a half because they're just two really good offensive teams. So, I, I don't know. I mean- I mean, they are. But, like, they easily can score. Both of them could score, could hit the over in the first half, realistically. But yeah. the Rams do have a solid defense. But yeah, so do I the mean, Bills, actually. I, I like that pick. Yeah. So, uh, actually, I mean, not in, the, not in overtime, but. Oh, that was, <laughs> that was the craziest game I've ever seen in my life, and I was so mad. I wanted the Bills to win that game so bad. And they kicked the. I, I literally said, "Squib kick this. Do not kick this to them. Squib it so you at least run time off the clock. They have three timeouts. Squib kick it. Run some time off. No, nope. they kicked it deep. Didn't run any time off. It's craziest game I've ever seen Mullins in my life. Happened. Yeah, a great game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean Rams. I like that pick. I mean I think they'll they'll come out guns blazing. I'm a Niners fan. And I don't want to see that, but I 100% believe it. Funny you're a Niners fan. Just following in Rob's footsteps here. Used to be a used uh, to be a Chargers fan. I just I just hate LA. I can't root for anything LA. 
Uh, I so. agree. I think it's tough for, for San Diego to root for any any L.A. team. I would love to see the, the Chargers sell and then just, like, somehow find a way to move back to San Diego. Yeah. I mean, it, it looks tough now because, uh, you know, the Aztecs opened the new stadium and it, it's just so fucking tiny that it's unrealistic yeah. for any NFL team to move in. But, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not holding out hope for that. But uh, should I do my picks? Yes, you should. Let's hear them. All right. I got Niners over the Bears on Sunday. I'm just going to take the money line. Uh, I wanted to take the spread because I saw it was um, Niners plus seven. But I saw the forecast for the game, and it looks like it's going to be raining. So I don't want to risk, you know, it to be like a 9-3 game because no one's passing the ball because it's raining. But I just think the Niners are so much better than the Bears. The Bears probably are going to be the worst team in football maybe maybe a competition for the first pick with the Seahawks but Niners they seem more complete than last year our defense upgraded you know Trey Lance I I find it hard to believe that he's not going to be serviceable at best and I mean Debo Kittle a lot of good weapons so I mean that's a good pick I mean I just uh, I mean it's easy to go against the Bears because it's the Bears yeah Um, but the tough thing about the the, the Bears too is their defense always comes and shows up so I would I mean I, I just it's going to be a big test for Trey Lance Trey Lance is such a new quarterback and last year if anything is to show for last year a guy couldn't throw the ball down the field uh, I think he's you know has a, a year under his belt he knows the offense studied film he'll, he'll be better but I just don't think he's going to be what everyone thinks there's people like taking him in like the fifth round of their fantasy football drafts and i'm like dude that, that that's a little yeah. early i know because he can run but really you gotta sit in the in the pocket and pass and you have a great running back in elijah mitchell and then you have a great dual wide receiver running back in debo samuel and then you have a great receiver in um brandon Ayuk. so i hope he can find the way to get the ball to them but who knows? It's going to all come down if he can actually throw the ball down the field and if they're in a tight situation, if he knows how to lead a team. Yeah, I mean, you know, Jimmy was really good at, at leading a team, but I'm, I'm a little worried for Lance because the one thing that the Niners did not address this offseason was offensive line, and mm-hmm. it's just a recipe for disaster. We lost two of our best three offensive linemen, and we replaced them with uh, third and fourth round rookies, so... Yeah, that's well, I mean, not we'll, good. We'll, we'll we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, for my second pick, I think I'm only going to do two because I'm I'm pretty confident in these two. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, I'm going to go Padres over Dodgers on Saturday, just because Blake Snell is pitching. And if you guys don't follow baseball, second half Blake Snell is just absolutely something else. Because like he just had a horrible first half of the season. You know, at ERA over. Four four and a half or something like that and i think uh since the all-star break his era is like 1.93 i mean i haven't fact checked that but he's just been absolutely lights out so i mean it's the dodgers and it's gonna be tough going against julio rias but i mean i have faith blake blake snell usually owns the dodgers historically too well uh we'll see that's a good pick i would i wouldn't i don't like that pick but uh we will see uh the Dodgers now, I, I, the only thing that you have going for you, too, is the Dodgers are kind of in just, like, coast mode where they're still winning all their like, games yeah. and they're competing, but they're still a little bit in coast mode where it's like, all right, we're in the playoffs. Uh, 
let's just kind of make sure we're staying even keel. Only thing that now, if they really wanted to push it, is they could go for trying to have the best record in MLB history, but that would mean they couldn't lose five more games, I believe. Um, yeah, so I, don't think I think there really are a couple games behind the pace. Yeah. Yeah, it, so. it just seems a little unrealistic, but you can't you can't have me on the podcast as this uh, Padres guy and I, I and not have me pick a, a Padres pick for gambling. So I, I, I had to go it. with something. I love it. I wanted you to pick a Padres. So like, uh, <laughs> there you go. Padres, Padres and Niners stays loyal to his teams, but you won't see me on here picking an A's uh, victory. I can tell you that right <laughs> now. That's not going to happen. Um, with that being said, I don't know if you know from our previous, previous, uh, podcast that you've listened to we do a huge segment here called over or underrated and we are whipping through this podcast pretty quick um the only reason is because travis isn't here and so it's just me just spitballing with you which i love though i'm having a good time yeah uh over or underrated so for this week i picked three things that kind of i was actually just riding on the train the other day and i was just like thinking about things that are over or underrated and then I do that a lot, and I'll just write them down in my notes. So I have three that I actually really like. Um, so you ready? Basically, you just say over or underrated and give a, a little brief explanation, and then I'll give my opinion too. Yeah, I mean, I'm familiar with it, but uh, I'm, I wonder how we're going to solve a tiebreaker if, if we, we both choose different things. Uh, shit. <laughs> well, I'm just going to probably say I'm, it's more overrated or it's more underrated than yours. <laughs> Um, all right, let's go for it. All right, first one is superhero movies. Superhero, overrated. Overrated. So overrated. Dang. Yeah. yeah. I watched the the recent Doctor Strange movie, and like, I just feel like the Marvel universe is just so oversaturated right now, and like, they're trying a little too hard. There's a little bit too many comedy bits in it. I just, I just kind of feel like we just need a hard reset on, on just like all the superhero universe. Superhero universes because I also saw DC is like doing two Batman's at once now, so okay. overrated. Uh, okay, there's so way too many movies. I'm gonna say that they're underrated still because like the good ones are great and then the bad ones suck. But I'm still saying the underrated ones, like the really good superhero movies, I love. The reason why I love them is because you they're just mindless. You know really what's gonna happen. You know no, no one's really gonna die or anything. Like he's gonna save the day. It's gonna be this big illustrious climax of him saving it all or her saving it all and it's great it's like happy go lucky i can just turn it on i don't really have to listen i can make dinner i can hang out i can lay down just do whatever i need to do just like relax i love that uh and then i just get to learn a little bit about these characters too that i will say though like i watched that new thor one and i was like that this is not that good it's like they try a little bit too hard for the funniness uh, the Doctor Strange one, kind of the same thing. I'm just looking forward for them to, like, other superheroes. I kind of want, like, superheroes for them to just, like, create new ones. Like, not that that didn't yes. have comics in the past. Maybe they just create a brand new superhero. One of my favorite superhero movies ever created was Hancock. That uh, Maybe it was a oh, comic, yeah, but that, that was, was a great movie. It's like the anti-superhero, but he's like, dude, heck call, yeah. Call me asshole one more time. <laughs> Ex- yeah. Just launches a girl in the sky. <laughs> Yeah, I, I miss that. So I love superhero movies. You know, like I, I know what's what's that show that's going on? The the boys, I think, with all the superheroes. Yeah. Is, is that what it's called? I love I think that if, show. Like if they leaned more into that, like you know, more kind of that like raunchiness with mm-hmm. like Hancock and the boys, 
I I, I would 100% be like on board with that. But like when it's like a family movie, and like especially with like the characters we have now, like there's only so many times I could see freaking Spider-Man's Uncle Ben freaking dying. It, it just kind of gets repetitive. <laughs> they have to redo it like every three years. Because I'm thinking the same thing. Like for example, when I have kids one day, maybe in like ten years, whenever that is, or you have kids in ten years or five years, whatever you're looking forward to, no pressure. Um, what's going to be like, are they going to redo the Marvel universe where they just start over and they're like, yeah, we got to kind of start over for the younger generations to where they can be into Superman again, or they can be into Spider-Man, they can be into Thor, or are they just going to get rid of those characters and just start with brand new ones? And we're going to be telling our kids like, oh, when I was a kid, we had Thor and Iron Man. And they're like, what are those? I mean, I, I guess like, uh, that's why they had the whole Doctor Strange, like multi-universe thing. And like the whole thing with Endgame where like, they showed you could go different universes, so I think they're going to try to play this out as long as possible. But I, I would like to see a hard reset, or maybe just do something like really stupid, where like another Spider-Man movie, and like he wakes up and it was like, oh, or like he wakes up and like it's all the previous movies, and it was just like a dream or something, and like this is just a whole new story of a Spider-Man. Maybe they will do that. That would be that would be not bad. They just have to write it well because sometimes yeah. I'm just a little little over that. Um. All right. Next one. House plants. Do you have any plants in your room? In my room, none that are real. <laughs> well, house plants <laughs> over or underrated? Hmm. This is a tough one. I, I think I'm gonna go underrated because, like, I didn't really like. I don't really grow house plants like in here, but. Like, oh, over no. the summer, I did... Oh, you all right? Yeah, I was trying to grab my house plant so I can show it off, but let's <laughs> see. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay, I'm going to go over underrated just because, like, I, I, I grew sunflowers over the summer. I know, really random. I was just That's in cool. Target. I saw this, like, went on the, one of those seed kiosks. And I was like, I'm going to grow sunflowers. And, like, there was something, like, really satisfying of just, like, each week, like, seeing, like, how your plants, like, progress. Yes. Does that make sense? Oh, no, I love it, dude. It's my favorite. We're both going to have to agree. We're going to agree on this right now because I 100% am all on board for houseplants. Houseplants are my favorite. Uh, I love seeing them. I have like five or six in here, and I like when I went on all my travels and stuff. And I'm always thinking like, oh, I hope my plants are all right. And I'll get home, and like a few of them are a little wilted, and be like, take care of me. And I'm like, sorry. And I'm like, <laughs> watering them, and I'll talk to them. I have three plants yeah, right uh, here, like Fred, Ned, and Ted. Love those guys. Oh, you even named them. I love yeah. that. I love that for you. But yeah. it's it's funny how you said like you know like oh my, my plants died. That's how my sunflowers died because I went on vacation for a week. And, uh, you know, we had someone watch the house. I was like, don't forget to water the sunflowers. And they didn't didn't water them. So I just fucking came back to dead-ass sunflowers on the ground. Yeah. It was, it was, it was kind of depressing because, like, that was, like, three months of watering, like, every day. Uh, yeah, that's sad, man. You work so hard for that. You name them. You take care of them. You caress them. You sleep with them. Maybe just me. Sorry. But uh, I love them. <laughs> I have a blast with house plants. That sounds weird. Uh, I love house plants. I, I don't have plants outside because I don't have an outside in my house. So I just keep a cactus right here. He looks a little like like sideways, but that's just how he's growing. Mm. I promise he's alive. I water him 
once a week. It's, it's uh, okay if it's a little sideways. <laughs> well, I think it's also because I put them near like this, like where the air comes in, and it just like kind of bends uh, them over. You know, I feel like uh, like adding like really likes house plants like to your Tinder Facebook dating profile would would really put you over the edge, Ben. I mean, maybe, but I think a lot of them are like, are like that. Like, uh, I've said this before. Like, girls are like, "Oh yeah, like I have houseplants or something," and I was like, "Can I come over and see your houseplants?" And then that didn't go over well. It was kind of creepy. I realized I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, definitely it's shouldn't okay. have said that. You, you learn from your mistakes. <laughs> yeah, you, you live and you learn. Uh, okay, last one. Okay. This is something you might have grown up on. I know what. What are you, Curtis? Twenty-two. About to be twenty-two. Yes, Oh, you are 22. Already 22. There you go. All right. So I don't know if you grew up on this. I definitely did. It was on ESPN. The National Spelling Bee. I think it's underrated. Like, spelling bees are hard. And, yeah. like, I, I, I know this from experience because in, like, eighth grade, uh, you know, like, in my English class, like every English teacher was supposed to send over like a like a person for the spelling bee, and my mm-hmm. eighth grade teacher just forgot. So like the principal came in the classroom and was like, "Hey, like I, we're here for your spelling bee contestant," and I just happened to be sitting next to the door. So my teacher points at me and goes, "Hey, you're up," and I was like, I "Guess I'm doing the fucking spelling bee," <laughs> and like I passed, and I like I went to like the regional finals against like other middle schools. Like I didn't even volunteer. Like I got volunteered for this. Like like a mom just saying like, "Hey, go help, go help so and so," and like that shit was hard, man. Just like, did you have like I, a little placard in the back and you're like spelling it like air spelling it like they do on this show on the dude? Yeah, I, that, I, that's what I was about to say. Like I forgot the word that I like got out on, but it was like one of those ones where it was like. The the I is before E or something like that because I get mixed up on that rule. It, it, That's not honestly, even a real I was pretty rule. Proud of yes. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna go underrated, and I love seeing like uh, there's that one really famous GIF on the internet where that one kid wins the spelling bee and the confetti is falling down, and you just like absolutely emotionless. Yeah, he's just like, uh, how about the one? I don't know if you remember this, where the girl passes out back in the day. Like literally, this was probably oh, when I was, like 13 years old, and she like passed out on stage. It was my favorite. I remember just dying laughing when, when that happened. I mean, I shouldn't have been laughing, but it was hilarious. I'm like, dude, this is intense. And then also there's that movie about it and how serious parents take it, how they, like, train yeah. their kids since they're, like, four years old to, like, basically be, like, these national spelling bee contestants. And I'm like, dude, take it easy, man. It's not that serious. I promise. Like, the kid knows how to spell. He's going to be all right. <laughs> we, we have autocorrect. We'll, 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 we'll be okay. <laughs> But did you ever see that movie? It, it was, like, about a spelling bee, and, like, there was this guy who could, like, compete in the spelling bee because of, like, some weird loophole, and he, like, becomes best friends with, like, the, the eight-year-old kid that's, like, the best speller, and, like, he, like, takes him, like, to, like, he, like, showed the kid his first set of titties because he got a prostitute to show <laughs> him his titties. I, I forgot the name of this movie, but he takes him out on a whole bunch of adventures oh, like that. Bro, this, sounds like like, freaking, the, this sounds like a porno, dude, but like a weird one. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, what do you want to see, kid? <laughs> it's it's fucking hilarious. I, I remember, like, the, the movie, like, you know, it ended, like, because, like, the parents found out, like, oh, like, they were doing all this shit with the kid. 
so like he the kid wanted to let the guy win the spelling bee because like it was like as like a thank you for letting me like experience all this shit but the guy was like no you can't let me win because i'm gonna fucking die because your parents so the end of the movie was just them incorrectly spelling words at the end oh wow i'll have to find i, I gotta I, yeah i gotta look up. it up it's been years Please since i've seen this movie that's fucking hilarious, man. I can't... <laughs> like, who actually in a writer's room is like, dude, I got this idea. I'm going to be a 30-year-old man, and I'm going to compete in a spelling bee, and I'm going to teach an 8-year-old <laughs> kid about sex and showing him titties. Yeah. Like, you got it. Here's budget, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was funny. That, like, the, the hooker, like, shows him the titties, and then, uh, like, he was like, can I touch him? And then she was like... She was like, extra $10, baby. And then the guy was like, I don't have any money on me. And then he was like, it's all right. That's going to show you that to always carry some cash on you, kid. Dude, Curtis, I had no idea this spelling bee was going to go in this direction. But damn, dude. Oh, dude, I'm going to find the movie and send it to you. Because it's actually pretty funny. It's been like seven or eight years since I've seen this movie. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That, I, we, I'm glad we're finishing on that because that's too perfect. I need to see that 100%. It's going to be my new favorite movie. And then I'm going to have to show it to all my friends. And then I'm going to go compete in a spelling bee. Yeah, hell yeah. And then you'll befriend an eight-year-old and show them their first set of titties. <laughs> I, I, I really <laughs> hope not. That sounds oh, like Oh, wait. A... Actually, I, I can't believe I said that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, it's actually been 45 minutes. I feel like we've been talking for like five minutes, to be honest with you, but it's been 45. Um, in the spirit of fresh off the couch, we always finish with a fresh off the couch question. I got a good one for you. You love baseball? All right, I'm ready. So what would come first? Did you play baseball growing up? I played Little League, yeah. Okay. What would come first? Ten runs or three outs with you on the mound? Fresh off the couch, you get up there, they put you in. You're giving up ten runs or three outs. What happens first? Major League players. I'm going to go three outs. Damn, you know, because... I, I, like I feel like, you know, position, position players are like, you know, like they're used to pitching now. And I, I just feel like the key is just to like go up there and throw strikes. And like I have confidence that I could just pipe, you know, you know, sixty-five like right down the middle and just have them hit it right towards the person. Like I'll probably give up like four home runs, but I think I'll I'll get three outs for ten runs. We'll lock I don't that know, in. man. I don't know. I, I lock that in. Okay. I'm saying I probably couldn't. Because my thought process is like first four guys are probably first three guys are getting on base. Bam. Fourth guy, clean up. He's probably going Yabo or hitting a double. There's three runs right there. Then I think well, the next guy's going well, Yabo. Five. Well, what, what, what's the context of the situation? Is it is it a tie game or are, nah, are zero, we already zero, down yeah. by a 15? Zero, zero. First inning. Oh, zero, zero. You know what, Curtis Sullivan? We need you. Get in there, kid. Oh, man. Now that's zero, zero, I wish I could change my answer. Because, yeah, like, in I'm, my head, I was like, I'm just coming in as mop-up. No, they're they they they're fresh. They are fresh, just as fresh as you off the couch. They're fresh, ready to go. Zero zero, top of the first. They bring in Curtis Sullivan, and they're just like, "All right, we're about to mash this kid." I actually wouldn't be surprised, Curtis, if you take a line drive. Hate to say this, take a line drive off the dome before you get three outs. Oh, 
That, that's brutal, man. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude, these guys I, I, are nuts. They're professional baseball players. Yeah. They're going right back up the middle. They're coming at you. I would be scared to be out there. Yeah, I mean, especially if it's someone like Aaron Judge or something, just like, you, you know, it could hit 120 off the bat and it's just 6'8 and superimposing. Well, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I already locked it in, but. Yeah, I'll give you a caveat here. You're playing the Washington Nationals, worst record in the MLB. But still, I mean, C.J. Abrams is coming up. That guy's for sure getting C.J. Abrams. Lucky. Luke Voigt and uh, yeah, Nelson Cruz, yeah. Fuck. Hmm. Yeah. I, I wish I could change my answer. Well, I mean, I already locked it in. And, uh, you already locked it in. You can't change it now. I'm just giving you, yeah, I can't change giving you the facts here. Um, well, I appreciate you jumping on here today. Unfortunately, Travis wasn't able to make it, but in the spirit of this, too, we'll probably have you back on in the couple couple months here, get you back on. We'd love to get you and Rob on so we can just chirp each other, talk a little shit about the Padres, and you guys can, of course, yeah, shit on the A's. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe we can have a brother competition or something. So yeah. Superior Sullivan. <laughs> I would love that. Uh, so tell us where to find your podcast. Tell us where to find your Reddit. Give Plug everything you know. Shoot, plug even, you know, something your spelling bee championship back from what is that, 1999 i wasn't even alive in 1999 <laughs> 2007 sorry thanks uh but yeah it's at the friar place on instagram f-r-i-a-r place and uh on reddit it's user curtis sullivan three catch me every day in the post game threads I don't post during the off season because it gets a little annoying posting, but yeah, catch me on there. And then podcast also podcast is on Spotify, uh, Friar Place, I assume. Yep, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. You'll you'll find me there. There we go. I love it, Curtis. Well, it's been an absolute blast to record with you, man. I appreciate you for jumping on here. And I know it's a ton of scheduling issues here, there. We are doing a ton of different stuff, but uh, appreciate you working with us and. uh, Looking forward to getting this out and everyone hearing how rad you are. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Glad we can make it happen. <laughs> I'll send you to, that movie. I'm going to have to I'm do gonna, this. I'll find the movie. Please send that to me. I'm going to have to do this right now because Travis isn't here. You ready? <laughs> oh, man. This is going to be great. This is going to be great. All right. We're done. We're done. Sheesh. <laughs>